I'm Eureka John, and you're at Eureka Street Crypto, broadcasting from Leander, Texas. It is uh, April 27th, 2022, and this is episode number 452. This is my crypto show, aka video blog, and this is my brain dump. Um, I'm your Uber driver. I'm your restaurant server. I'm just your local YouTube creator um, on the ground floor looking at new projects, looking at cool stuff popping up in the crypto space. The crypto space is developing every single day. I'm just down at the in, in the in the front lines, just trying to find anything and everything that just seems cool and interesting. And I got a DM from a person with a DAO um, called the Open Current DAO, and it's OpenCurrent.io. And they said, "Man, um, you want to come over to our DAO and take a look?" And and I did, and I looked at the website, and I said, "Man, this is really cool. I'd like to, you know, do an episode on it and talk about it." And he said, "Well, you know, why don't you interview our founder?" So today I have a very special guest, and um, it is Tom from the OpenCurrent.io DAO, and he's also the founder of Current.com. So um, glad to have Tom on the show here today. No, thanks for having me, John. Excited to be here. Yeah. Yeah. So let's begin a little bit. Um, I guess we just want to hear your background, um, hear a little bit about you, and then maybe what led you to... Uh, Web3 and uh, why you chose to start this project. Yeah, no, great. Thank you. Um, and um, uh, geez, career started in large tech uh, enterprise. Um, to be honest, about 30 some odd years ago, I was coming out of college going, what am I going to do? And I just love that uh, technology continues to uh, renew itself. And you didn't need to be somebody that uh, had 20 years of experience to be relevant. And a lot of different industries or a lot of other industries were that way. So coming out of college to get into, you know, food services or real estate, it took decades to become relevant um, at the top level. Um, that all changes with technology because of its continual um, renewing. Uh, that someone that's um, passionate uh, about a, a new technology can become center stage relevant uh, in just a matter of uh, months or even or, or years or even months. So that's what I what drew me to it. Uh, and clearly at the time, um, it was a very different scene. Uh, I naturally ended up in large enterprises uh, like um, uh, Quest, Avaya, and Oracle in that order. Um, and, and so, you know, I, I just love the fact that it was continually renewing. I love that it attracted really smart people. Uh, and that it was global. Uh, I spent a lot of my time over in Asia Pacific, uh, about 10 years in total. Um, I spent about um, three years in, in Europe uh, out of Madrid covering EMEA. And then when my um, family and I returned to Palo Alto, I realized that the corporate environment had little to offer um, now that I wanted to sort of settle down and, and not be uh, moving around the planet. I wanted to... Um, I wanted to dig in deep and, you know, go narrow and deep in a, in a certain area. And so I was I was drawn to this area um, of knowledge creation that we'll talk more about. Okay, cool. Yeah, I mean, you definitely have an impressive resume of for sure. And uh, like I said, once again, thanks for coming on this little small potatoes show. It's a little bit out of my league. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, I... I do kind of feel sometimes, you know, with the YouTubers and, you know, all these content creators coming into the Web3 and crypto space, we are kind of like the Uber drivers and the restaurant servers talking to, to people, um, you know, through 
crew and, you know, are well-established in the industry. And a lot of the people like me and Uber drivers and restaurant servers and stuff, we, we, we do a ton of self-study. There's a wealth of knowledge. There's a gold mine of knowledge that, um, you know, and they, these people like me, you know, maybe OGs and online communities and, and, uh, you know, and discord groups and stuff like that. And they finish their jobs and then they go home and suddenly, you know, they're the cock of the walk and whatever group that they walk into. And so there's a wealth of knowledge and um, they, a lot of times would not be considered professionals, you know, by a lot lot of, I guess, product and market research agencies and stuff like that. And you can find a lot of these people's um, threads on uh, Reddit, you know, and uh, a lot of web two social media platforms and communities and, um, but for, I guess, a company like current.io and other, I, I, okay, first of all, let's, let's, let, I want to ask you, what is current.io from the, the perspective of somebody that doesn't know a whole lot about market research and product development and stuff like that? Like where, yeah, yeah. what, what type so, of information does that provide? So let me, uh, let me reflect on a couple of things you said, and then I'll, I'll take that into, um, what is current.com. Uh, which is a web two platform. And then and I think it'd be helpful for the listeners to know why we're moving into uh, opencurrent.io. So, um, which is going to be the web three manifest of, of what we've been doing. So um, first off, I, I like what you're saying around this concept of uh, Uber drivers and servers. I think what you're touching on is this idea that we call the fresh knowledge gap, which is that um time or rather let's say change is happening faster than our traditional what you refer to as professional agencies and such um it's moving faster than our institutions are able to capture and uh and therefore it does leave room for just anybody to come in and um and and be at the forefront of that change and so where i talked about uh, earlier that you know, coming into a new career, it used to take decades. Now it's not coming into a career, it's coming into a topic. Um, and to be relevant, as you said, to be relevant on a topic may, can make you the cock of the walk among your, your peers. And that's because with change happening so fast, not only is it really difficult to capture the change, um, but it's it has cachet, if you can, meaning it has cachet among our friends. Like if I can go and talk intelligently about um, you know, the curve wars in, uh, in Web3, you know, few people can do that because who has the time to stay up on it? It's moving so fast. And so what's happening in this fresh knowledge gap is that and I often show this angle of static knowledge growing around 6%, but change is happening around 30%. And so you have this gap that, um, that makes it a, a really attractive place um, to play and, and a very universal place to play because anybody that can learn fast and has passion uh, can perform in that space. And so we feel, and the reason why I started current.com is that because that gap is growing um, and knowledge creation is a, uh, it's an exercise of people coming together and sharing ideas. Um, and, and so how do we remove the barriers in enabling people to come together to share ideas on really specific topics and who would pay for that. And, um, and so this concept of a knowledge creator is emerging in that, in that knowledge gap um, that resembles very much like artists today. 
uh, where freelancers don't need a degree to become relevant. They they can, or even developers, they don't need a degree. They don't need somebody to ordain them. They can just go and do. Knowledge creation is becoming much like that, but we still need others to have a healthy friction to like spark better ideas, right? Um, because these topics are moving so fast, we do need diverse groups, often curated groups, to come together and through a process create something of value. And so that's that's what Current.com does. So think about Current.com as very simply, like the simplest way to think about it is expert focus groups online. You know, it's it's people coming together that are handpicked to come and help solve a problem or provide insights on a very narrow topic. And what we find is that through this past six years of doing this, enterprises have an insatiable appetite for fresh knowledge because that is where relevance is determined or product market fit is established. So long story short, uh, current.com makes bespoke panels of experts. um, And our business model has always been helping clients find the group of experts. So we use AI to do it. We bring the people together on our platform in an asynchronous discussion that's managed by a facilitator. So there's a professional moderator. And then content developers create the reports and content that comes off of it. Could be white papers. It could be podcasts. uh, Could be blog posts. So what we're doing is we're basically condensing the space for companies to engage with real-world experts that might even reflect their customers and and, um, learn faster. Okay. So a a corporation, a company, enterprise would be able to buy the service and log in to their dashboard and see very topical, pinpointed, laser-focused samples of research compiled by experts that um, the current.com has put together, correct? Yeah. that way they're not wasting their time and they're willing to pay for that. Right. So that's, you know, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that's that's a trusted authority, a business to business type of example. Correct. Yeah. We've, um, we've helped over a hundred fortune 500 companies, uh, engage with teams of experts outside their own walls, uh, to either solve problems or, um, or achieve some um, market intelligence that they didn't have before. So yeah, it's it's a tried and true methodology for seven years. We're the only one that applies machine learning and AI to bring those groups together. So the, the teams are always fresh. So we're finding these people out in the blogosphere and we're bringing them back into these small groups. Um, and then when the conversation's over, it vanishes. Everybody goes their own direction, um, which is, which actually, John, is sort of why we're doing opencurrent.com. I'm sorry, .io um, and moving to Web3. Yeah, that was my next question. So you're already kind of gathering out of this worldwide pool of people in the inter- you know, the Ethernet, the Internet. And <laughs> now you're taking it a step deeper with Web3.0. Yeah. And it's really going deeper into the communities and allowing people a platform yeah. to form their own focus groups. As you go. DAOs within the DAO as sub-DAOs, correct? Yeah, you nailed it. That's exactly it. Um, Web 2 has some flaws. In Web 2, people are the product. Uh, uh, There's only two businesses in the world that refer to their customers as users. And uh, one are drug dealers. And the (laughs) other other are Web 2 platforms. Uh, So 
um, therein lies um, part of the flaw. It's like set up to uh, bilk the intelligence from people uh, and resell it and with large markup. And uh, that model's existed ever since uh, consulting, the world's second oldest profession, I often call it, where we're, we're harvesting knowledge from people and marking that up and reselling it. Um, Web3 allows us to change that model and let the people uh, be the owners of the insight. And so Web3 or blockchain is solving three unique problems uh, that we have with current.com. Uh, one is coordination. Um, as you just pointed out, John, people do want to come together and create their own insights. But what they need is a is a trust that doesn't entail lawyers and a whole bunch of contracts. And, and so we can achieve that with smart contracts, with very simple settings on the platform. A team can come together and say, this is, this is our mission. This is how we're going to jointly own it meaning jointly own the insights, and that becomes immutable over time. So that's number one. The coordination problem gets solved with blockchain. Number two is recognition. And people want um, immutable recognition. So imagine if you come, John, into a group of people that are experts on podcasting, uh, on um, you know, advanced um, and, and innovative concepts, and you're a, you're a part of that group that's building the best practices playbook for how to do that. Well, uh, you're going to, through the smart contract, you're going to own a portion of that based on what was determined. Um, but also, uh, you're going to earn through that validation from the other peers in that group that you do make a lot of sense, <laughs> that your ideas do have merit. And therefore, that's like a badge, right? That's like a validation. It's a peer validation that you know what you're talking about in that topic. And therefore, you should have points earned. Um, or essentially tokens earned uh, on your profile, right? And those tokens don't get transferred. Uh, those are tokens that reflect who you are, but they are transferable, meaning um, if you move into, say, uh, Decentraland and you're in a conversation there and you want to show your, you know, your chops on that topic, um, they're portable, let's say that. So they're not transferable, but they're portable. So that's the second thing that blockchain solves uh, in this is that, uh, is that immutable, uh, portable recognition. And we can do that through a combination of tokens and NFTs. The third and final sort of breakthrough that blockchain has on what's what we're calling the knowledge verse is uh, incentives. You know, clearly, if I'm going to pay, um, pay you a few, um, you know, cents on the on the effort, um, to come and share, that's not that attractive. It doesn't feel that rewarding. But A, if you own the content or jointly own, you're going to earn a much bigger portion of the value. And that value, rather than be represented in fiat currency, uh, it can be represented in, in cryptocurrency, which gives you all sorts of flexibility of uh, staking that or, or uh, holding it until you have more to get onto like a higher tier. And then exchange. So there's, it just gives us many more tools for returning reward and value back to the individual creator. So to recap, it's, it's coordination, it's recognition, and it's incentives. And those three combined um, is what we're saying are sort of the, the pillars of the knowledge verse that didn't exist uh, and now will in the shape of 
uh, opencurrent.io. I really like the way you explain that. Um, you and the whole you know, joining a group of podcasters and creating a, a, I guess a a best practices guide. That's a product, you know, and somebody could product. And as one of the contributors to that, I mean, maybe that could be an NFT and then sell that, and then the creators of that automatically receive royalties. I mean, that, that <laughs> is that, that is that's the idea, right? So not only receive royalties, but have the opportunity to come back and continue to refresh it. So today's, there's two types of research or um, knowledge for sale today. One is called bespoke, which means it's designed and developed specifically for one customer. And um, once it's done, the project's over, customer goes away, agency goes away. Um, The other kind is uh, syndicated, which is like Gartner. Right? They produce a report, that same exact report gets sold a thousand times to different people. Um, the problem is, in both cases, both in, in um, bespoke or in syndicated, knowledge is expiring so fast that your playbook for podcasting would probably become irrelevant in about two months, maybe three. And so with this new mechanism, it allows you and your team to come back and keep it fresh and come back and update your playbook on a regular basis. And therefore it changes the whole buying behavior, right? Rather than buying a report one time, I can now opt into a subscription that I'm gonna buy the John report. I'm gonna get the John report every refresh, just like we get software refreshed on our phone. Why wouldn't we get knowledge automatically refreshed as well? Hmm. So each time the the NFT is updated by a contributor, and even a new contributor could jump in and add in, you know, a part, and then they could suddenly become a part of that royalty process as well. So that that's really amazing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you when you think about all the topics out there, out there that are moving at lightning speed, and even ones that didn't move that fast a decade ago that that are today. Um, and, and the ones that today aren't moving very fast, but you know that within just a few years, they will be. So that really is the knowledge verse is that fast moving, highly nuanced knowledge space that's expanding rapidly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been working for years in uh, various machine shops and factories, and we follow engineering specifications, ISA, ASME and stuff like that. And those guides and those books are really expensive, several hundred dollars, you know, just for a set of standards. And they get updated every year. And every year, the corporations have to go and buy new copies. And they charge a lot because they know the corporations are going to be buying. And uh, yeah, this could be a really good way to kind of allow the people who are actually contributing that to own it rather than, you know, ASME or ISA or these standards institutes as well. Um, and that just, that's what relates in my head coming from my background. So let's talk a little bit about um, the token part of it. Um, you know, the current token, you have the current token and you have the proof of, of passion token, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So if you, if, if you remember the, um, uh, the three unlocks that we talked about, two are, are the recognition and the incentive. So, the top group of passion is really the recognition token. So okay. that's the non-transferable but portable um, validation of, of, you know, peer validation of knowledge. So you receive that through the interactions of your peers. The currency token 
is the uh, transferable, tradable, uh, liquidatable <laughs> uh, token. Okay, so one's fungible and one's non-fungible. Uh, yeah, I think um, I, I, I think uh, that's exactly right. Uh, the okay, yes. Yeah, it reminds me of the POAPs that uh, I'm a big part of the Bankless DAO. And whenever we attend a meeting, um, we Love get that. a POAP, proof of um, attendance protocol badge. And, yeah. you know, we yeah. let everybody design the POAPs and take turns mm -hmm. in it. And with mm -hmm. the Web3 wallets and MetaMask, um, you can build up a collection of POAPs. And in a way yeah. that becomes your resume, it becomes your yeah. curriculum vitae that you can take around and plug in. And so if you want a Web3 job, you don't necessarily have to show you know, all some big word document paper resume, all they have to do is look at your web three wallet and look at your PO apps and see what type of projects you've been involved in and NFTs mm -hmm. that represent that. So I'm supposing that these proof of passion tokens can kind of have it right along the same vein there. Yeah, I think you're right. I think um, the only twist might be, um, whereas PO apps are a proof of attendance, uh, we really focus on um, recognition from peers. So on the platform today, even uh, on current.com, the web two platform, if somebody makes a comment, but is ignored, they don't earn any points. If okay. they make a comment that's uh, debated even, or uh, people all disagree with it, uh, it still earns points uh, because <laughs> it was valid enough that it caused people to, to add on to it. So we don't give, we don't give credit to attendance. We give credit to um, to uh, being recognized by your peers and Just stirring um, the pot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what we see is absolutely. You, you, I mean, we think a lot about healthy friction. When you build a team, when you curate a, a group of people, you actually don't want a team of all like-minded folks. You want to sure. have a healthy friction, an alchemy of varying perspectives. So when we design teams, we think about that. Um, in the opencurrent.io world, AI will manage a lot of that. Um, it'll recommend the next best peop, uh, people or, or group of people uh, to add to your group to create more tension. So by learning about and recording um, through uh, POP, as we call it, or proof of passion, we can learn a lot about who brings what um, to the room. We can also learn through meta uh, layers of uh, how people collaborate. You want some people that surface a lot of ideas. You also need people that go uh, much narrower and think slower and go deeper on fewer ideas. So there's all sorts of ways to measure alchemy among a team that we can do intelligently on a platform that we couldn't do in, in the real world space, so to speak, or face-to-face -face space. Okay. Yeah. that That is really amazing. So walk me through a little bit of what it would be like to go into the website and, and yeah. I guess next you connect your wallet. And yeah. Is, is you, um, Ethereum based. Uh, the, the plan is for it to be Ethereum okay. based, but that final decision will be a decision made by the DAO itself. But yeah, we're, we're designing the DAO token to be Ethereum based. And, and I also think that in the future, we'll see that it's less of a, a big deal to be on one network or another. I think today, um, just because of a weakness between bridges and whatnot, there's, there's, it feels like a big decision uh, to say what platform you'll be on. But um, we think that that'll mellow out over time. And, uh, but, but yes, the idea 
is that people do sign up with their their wallets. They can um, create a pseudonym or be known as only a pseudonym. Um, they um, they're there to uh, either uh, share knowledge. Uh, they might be there to create a bounty for knowledge, meaning you know I, I need to know something, right? I've I've got tokenomics I need to be reviewed. I want to post that and have maybe teams apply to it or individuals apply to creating a new group around it. So, so yeah, there's uh, knowledge providers. We, we think of them as knowledge creators. And then there's, um, there's people creating bounties. There's also just learners because maybe, maybe I'm not yet ready to be uh, at the caliber of um, a creator, meaning I'm learning still. Um, maybe I just want to watch. I just want to watch and learn, uh, almost like people listen to Clubhouse. Uh, they can come and follow um, a sub DAO or follow a group of people that are creating knowledge on a topic of interest. And through that, learn. Uh, learning is also recognized on the platform uh, through POAP uh, because exposure to knowledge uh, does matter. And, um, and interacting with that, uh, we, we believe learning happens through interaction. So we'll create uh, light interactions for learners to um, to demonstrate that they're engaged with what's being discussed and said and receive a, a proof of passion for that. that. That's really cool. Yeah, I mean, most of the people when in DAOs are lurkers, you know, at least yeah. to start with. <laughs> yeah. And really, there's only about 10%, I guess, if on a on a good day of people that actually vote in DAOs. Do you think um, yeah, I, that, I haven't seen the stats and I, I, my guess is it's going to be all over the board. Um, yeah. But I, I mean, if, if we've learned anything from network effects, yeah, there's, there's a very small people that are actually creating the insights and a whole yeah. lot of people that are, are watching it happen. But one thing that open current does is those proof of passion points or those tokens as being governance tokens, don't you get a, a higher influence the more proof of passion tokens you have? Yeah, that's right. Well, um, to be eligible to vote, you have to stake your currency. Okay. Uh, and the, re the reason why we uh, uh, do this is because we want people uh, long-term invested in the platform. Sure. And so staking is a great mechanism to keep people rather than just all the time cashing out their points and selling them in the open market to hang on to them because that'll give them more control on the platform. Um, but pop is the amplifier. So, okay. uh, so you and I might have the same amount of currency staked, but if you have more pop, um, it creates multipliers for your voting rights. Cool. All right. Well, um, we're approaching the end of the time here and, um, I really appreciate you coming on any final thoughts and where people can find either you or open current and all that info. Yeah. The best place to start is probably opencurrent.io. Uh, this is the, uh, uh where the wind is blowing and, uh, that is where we're, um, you can come and see a, a two minute video that explains the project. Uh, you can link to our Discord and start poking around there, and you can raise your hand and get into some task forces on our Discord, uh, even meet some of the team, have one-on-one -on -one conversations to think about where your efforts can can best apply to the DAO and what rewards you would gain for doing that. So uh, we've got a really practical approach to this. We want to put uh, good, smart people that believe in this project to work immediately uh, because this is... Um, this is, as we said, um, very much needed in the in the knowledge verse.
Right on. And once again, thanks so much for this time. This is going to be a really good episode, I can already tell. And this is an amazing explanation of kind of a complex topic. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks a lot, John. It's been a great opportunity. Uh, and I think your listeners should know that I'm uh, I'm not in the, the doghouse. I'm actually in a boathouse. Uh, so I always feel a little a little funny uh, hosting meetings from here. But um but we should have uh, did a choose a, a multiple choice quiz or an open-ended question. Where do you think Tom O'Malley is? <laughs> yeah, I think, Where in well, the world maybe, is Tom O'Malley? Maybe, maybe you could edit that and 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 turn it into a contest. What what kind of structure is Tom in? Thank you for making it to the end of this program. If you actually like this content, give a thumbs up, and if you want to hear more, just hit the subscribe button. I'm available on YouTube, Odyssey, and BitChute, and on all the major podcasting platforms in audio version, Spotify specifically. If you would like to follow and leave a review, that would help a lot. I am also available on Twitter at EurekaJohn1. That's E-U-R-E-K-A John, J-O-H-N, and the number one. My DMs are always open. Feel free to shoot me a message. Thanks again.